Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host, Otis, and this is episode 23 of this awesome show, and I am joined today by Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing the movie Ma. And no, not, not Mama, the one movie that me, Stephen Terrell, watched. Uh, it was an absolute shit show. Uh, we'll, we'll watch it one day, and you can be like, damn, that sucked. Like a little girl, like she's in the woods in this like ghost thing. It's like, you're my new kid, and I'll kill anybody that gets close to you. It wasn't good. So, um, yeah, we were like yelling in the theater. But we watched the 2019 psychological horror film. Uh, it's another Blumhouse production, and I think... Our batting average, just with Blumhouse, it's, I don't think they've, we've watched a bad one from them. There have been a couple that have been like, meh, eh, just alright. But most of them have been fire. Oh yeah, you're not the biggest fan of Paranormal Activity. No, I don't. And you haven't seen Insidious. I refuse. Boy howdy. Boy howdy. Oh man, that first I mean, great. it's been a long time, so I might be better at it now, but... When we first started watching horror films um, for this a couple years ago, I did not like the ghost. I don't like the ghost genre, like possession and things like that. Like, I don't mind the campy ones from the 70s and 80s. because They're like not scary at all, but the newer ones are scary as fuck. And I just like don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's reasonable. But it's been a really long time and I have built up quite a tolerance to the scary stuff, like, you're starting to get more scared than I am sometimes. So, you know, I have been desensitized a bit, so maybe it won't scare me. Yeah. Not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying I'll like watch it. Insidious, though, but maybe. Yeah. There's, like, three scenes I know you'll be like, ooh, because everybody goes, ooh. We'll see, <laughs> maybe. I mean, there was a scene in this one that got me. For oh, like yeah, a you second. sure did jump, bitch. I didn't I, jump. I didn't really jump. I went... <gasps> I didn't like. <laughs> That's a jump. Not the same as you the other day. You, <laughs> yours was way worse. How dare you? Okay, but you put uh, me on blast. Uh, for the uninitiated, Ma, it's a film uh, that's about a group of teenagers. They befriend a lonely middle-aged woman, and she hangs out with them, and they party in her basement. And then little by little, we learn more about this woman and how that's probably not a good idea yeah and then a lot of bad things come from it this movie talks about a lot of crazy just themes that actually does pop up in other horror films but one of the coolest things that it comes up with is just like hey let's talk about the past and how revenge is a dish like best served cold super duper cold uh uh, a lot of people biding their time for revenge in this and abuse, sexual assault, uh, just a lot of really fucked up shit. Yeah. And like I said, this is that new wave of horror films where, hey, you know, there's something scary in the room, but let's bring up some other things and just talk about that and have that in there also, which makes me happy. Like, you know, hey, let's talk about racism. But there's gonna be a, there's a big monster trying to eat your face off. But then there's some racism there too. And you're like, oh okay, I like this. It's bothering on two fronts. Katie's laughing. She saw some type of meme. She's laughing about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> so this film, Ma, actually came from the the mind of Tate Taylor. He is the director, and he co-wrote this. And Octavia Spencer, she was the lead actress in this and so octavia spencer uh and tate taylor they're really good friends from a very long time they i don't know if they're childhood friends but they knew each other for a very long time and octavia spencer was a little sick of getting not the lead part but kind of the same character she was always Mm -hmm. like a helpful best friend or a side character yeah she's middle-aged and black so your options are like old lady queen or uh, a maid yeah like a servant of some kind in you know some period movie yeah real sweet person and gonna sneak something out to you and wink yeah. when they go around the corner yeah so uh she was really sick of getting kind of typecast 
mm-hmm. in films. And Tate Taylor was saying that he just wanted to make a fucked up movie. And then they looked at each other and like, let's do something. And then Blumhouse actually got this script. They just purchased it and Tate Taylor was reading it. And he's like, holy shit, I know the best person to be Ma. Ma was originally going to be just a white lady. And it was going to be just a crazy white lady, white kids and stuff. But uh, they worked with Octavia Spencer and they worked on the character. Uh, the original idea was that we didn't, we wouldn't learn anything about her background. Any, no flashbacks. It just, she was just crazy. Which would have been, I don't know, very basic of I don't a know. horror movie. Yeah, it would have been just like any other horror movie. I think what really set this film apart was the, you get to see why she's so fucked yes. up. Yes. And she has really good reason. She's a real, to, she has a great reason to be fucked up. Yeah, and do the things she does. I mean, it's still bad, but you know, bad people did bad things to her first. So, not saying revenge is fun and cool, but it is kind of fun and cool. So, Katie, what did you think about Ma? Um, I liked the kind of twists and turns, like I was saying, that we made through her story, um, through her past and how it got to her present, um. I will say that from an adult standpoint, I can't understand how these kids or why these kids were okay with this at all. Like, none of them really questioned it hanging out in this woman's, this random woman's basement who bought them booze. Like, none of them questioned it except one, and she didn't even question it the first, like, handful of times they went over there. So... That was kind of weird, um, but I do remember, you know, being a teenager and just being dumb as fuck, so yeah. I get it, but at the same time, I was like, that's not, like, these parents should be involved. You know, we only saw two people's parents, really. Yeah. That Like, where the fuck were all the rest of the parents? That's and... why the kids are able to do what they do, because the parents aren't looking at them, fortunately. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it was kind of a mess. The so what you were saying that's Octavia Spencer, her part in this movie is absolutely amazing, and she actually was nominated for a couple of awards for what mm-hmm. she did in this. Her part's awesome. Um, I always enjoy a good villain, a heel that has reasoning behind what they do. Sometimes I don't mind just a person that's just like, why did you? Why do you eat their faces? I don't know. That's fun, mm-hmm. and they just do it. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a character like that, and I don't have to really think. And in some days, I'm like, well, why is she like this? And it's like, oh, yeah. oh, shit, you got some good reason. Okay, I'll let you I'll let you handle your business. So she was absolutely amazing. I always have to remember in horror movies, you got to have some dum-dums in the movie. That's how the movie continues. Unfortunately, when it comes to, like, an adult dealing with kids, you're going to have a lot of dum-dums. Yeah. And I know it's supposed to be, like, this small town and... You know, I, I don't know. When we were teens, like me, Steve, and Terrell, when we were doing stuff, sure, there were moments we thought we were indestructible. When we rode that big wheel down that gigantic hill, yeah. going at least 30 miles per hour on a piece of plastic, I for sure thought I was indestructible doing that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Collarbone said lies. Yeah. But, you know, I, I know. Like, drinking... In a basement, I, I don't know, of someone I just met. That just seems dumb to me now. But back then, I'd be like, well, didn't kill us the first time, so she's probably cool. I don't like, know. It just, there's a lot of question marks to it. I understood the three boys, like, being fine with it. You know, teenage boys, I mean, teenagers in general think they're indestructible. But teenage boys in particular definitely have no fear. And I'm sure at least one of them had to be thinking, like, this is just some random middle-aged woman. If shit really goes sideways, like, there's three of us and one of her, it'll be okay. Which it wasn't. But (laughs) the girls, like, there are two girls that are part of this, like, core group of kids that end up hanging out in her basement and drinking and stuff. And it's like, I know 2019 teenagers are thinking about, like, girl teenagers, female teenagers are thinking about, is this safe? Should I go here? Because women are always thinking that. Girls have been taught that from, like, the age of six. Like, don't go somewhere that's not safe. 
don't be around people who you don't know. You know? It's like this whole thing, like there's no fucking way that those two girls wouldn't have, like that wouldn't have ran through their mind. Yeah. And it was just a lot. It probably helped that it was a female and not like an old man they were going to the basement of. You know? I guess. I don't know. It probably helped a little bit. But still, fucking fucking weird. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get through the story, like always. So, let's get this bad boy going. So, we open with Maggie and her mom, Erica. Hey, it's Juliette Lewis from Dust Till Dawn. It's good for her. She looks good. I was happy to see Juliette Lewis looking good. Uh, you remember she was in uh, Old School? Mm-hmm. At the end with Will Ferrell, she's like, we're having a party, you should come over. And he's like, yes! Mm-hmm. And he's like punching the, the cereal boxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it! So, <laughs> I love old she's school. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Julia yeah. Lewis was very popular for a while. Natural Born Killers? I think. Yeah. But no, she's great. So, uh, Maggie and Erica, they're moving to Ohio. Back to Erica's hometown because Erica got divorced and they were living in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they said it like once in like passing. And so she's back to her hometown and Maggie at her new high school, she makes friends really fucking quick, which good for her. But I don't know. I I never moved to a new school, so I don't know that feeling of like. Well, it's a lot, like, we've watched several movies, I feel like, this time where the new kid moves into town, and immediately, the most popular kids are like, oh, shit, there's a new person, like, let's go hang out with them. Like, that has happened several times in movies that we've watched so far this year, or this month, so I think that's a pretty common thing in small towns. Yeah. I don't know, I'm from a small town, but I don't really, I'm from a shitty small town where nobody (laughs) moves, you don't move to yeah, my small town you, out. you move away from it yeah like there's not there at the time that i was there there was nothing that would bring new families in yeah. um because i was in a weird period there but i don't know i'm sure it would have been like that had new people moved to my school <laughs> that makes sense you know like oh shit new person new talks new everything let's yeah. be friends with them <laughs> yeah everything is new they're mysterious like yeah so Everyone just, would want jump to know on. all about them. Yeah. So Maggie gains four friends instantly. Uh, Haley, the loudmouth of the group, kind of seems like the leader of them. Maybe because she's just a tough one. Uh, Daryl, the, the token black kid. Chaz. Yeah. Was Chaz uh, gay? Mm. No, he was her. He was oh, that was, the was loudmouth's girlfriend. I thought they did a joke saying that he was gay. He's like, I'm not gay. And they were, like, she oh, she okay. was razzing him in the car. Oh, okay. Because I don't think they ever brought it back up. I was like, yeah. No, they were just fucking with her oh, when yeah. they were doing introductions for Maggie. Okay. And then Andy, that Katie instantly was like, holy shit, it's Farkle. It huh? is Farkle from Girl Meets World. So Katie was like, yeah. <laughs> so she was instantly invested in the movie. She's like, Farkle's in it. Yeah. And then I was thinking Fargo's probably going to die. Oh, yeah. I just assume everyone in the movie is going to die. I don't I don't get excited, like, expecting everyone to live through the events. Best movie ever. And then the head just explodes. You're like, oh. So um, they convince, well, they, they're trying their best to convince a older person to buy them alcohol outside of a, well, a liquor store. Uh, me and my friends, we never had to do this because the the Terrell looked like a fucking yeah. Well, that too. Terrell was like seven years old and he looked forty, and so that worked out. But then uh, we had older brothers and stuff. So Taco was older; he can get us stuff if we got like that. Incrimination. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taco <laughs> got us. I was twelve years old, and Taco's like, "Here's beer," and I was like, "Taco, stop!" Taco's only like three years older than I you. Know. <laughs> Yeah, he was underage, too. We were all in trouble doing stuff. <laughs> Drag him down with me. <laughs> Taco, stop. I'm in church. He's like, drink it. No, it was just like, you know, 11-year-old Terrell looking 37. I'm, I'm still getting everybody alcohol. I'm still mad we went into that bar, and the guy was like, hold up. I need to see your ID. And then Terrell walks past me, gave me the finger, and laughed. And I was like, that man is actually underage. <laughs> Stopping me. I'm super not underage. And I was so mad. 
I wanted to be like, he's like 16. You should really stop that child. And he's like dancing past me. I was like, I hate the world. But they finally find somebody because, you know, all the adults, when there's a child standing outside of a liquor store with money in their hand, you're like, I ain't buying you beer. Get the fuck out of here. So finally they find someone. They find Sue Ann. And she's walking with a three-legged dog. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. doing some doing some walkies. And so they actually convince her to buy them alcohol. And it's really nice of her. And I was like, hey, good, good job. And they tell Sue Ann that they're going to head out to the, what, the rock pile? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, what a terrible name. But that's kind of a podunky phrase. But they're going to head out to the rock pile and drink all of this and smoke some weeds. <laughs> that's what you do as a, in high school. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Sue Ann, she does an anonymous call uh, reporting them to their activities because she has a plan because when she was talking to the kids, she saw the van that Andy was driving said Hawkins. And so the camera stayed on it a little too long and I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, oh, okay. And then's like, okay, I'll help you guys out. So we see... Sue Ann at her job, she's a vet tech, and she does, what, Star 67 mm-hmm. to, like, mask your call? I was like, damn, that's an old school thing to do. <laughs> and she calls Andy's dad, Ben, yes, Ben, and is like, hey, I saw one of your vans out by the rock pile, and your son's probably out there. And it's like, who is this? And he's like, eh, a friend. And um, Ben actually calls the cops out there to the actually he says arrest my child i was like damn what a piece of shit the cop lets him off because he's like hey i was in football with your dad your dad's he's a dick so i'm gonna give you guys 10 minutes and then i'm gonna scoot the fuck out and i'm coming back and if you're here you're going away and they're like "Uh, we're good and they scoot off so after that the kids are like well where do we go to drink because you know the rock pile they're probably gonna be looking at it and Sue Ann actually invites the kids to drink in her basement. At first, everyone's like, that's kind of different. And Maggie is anybody's face that's watching the movie the whole time. Her face is like, what the fuck? Mm, this we, is weird. Are we going to this chick's basement? This is really weird. Uh, but they get down there, and Sue Ann's pretty cool. She does pull out a gun on, on Chaz and has him stripped down naked. And it's like, ha, I'm just joking with you. This gun doesn't even work. Ha <laughs> ha. And everybody's like, dang, that was funny. I'm like, that's not funny at all. <laughs> nope, not if, at all. If somebody pulled a gun out on Steve, like, strip, I would have rolled up on her. And I'd have looked at Steve like, I'm going to knock her in the fucking head. Please dive. And then we'd have left. So this movie would have ended real quick. But they hang out with her and they get dilapidated. And then they wobble their asses home. And so it seems like, hey, we got a really cool place. And over time, a ton more teenagers realize that Ma, that's the name she wants to be called, not Sue Ann, because Sue Ann's very old sounding, which I understand, said Otis. <laughs> that's an old ass name. So the kids of the high school, which I assume is just one fucking high school in the town, uh, they're all there partying, <laughs> and she's super popular with all the students and stuff. So it, it's pretty sweet. Little by little, there are things that happen, and the kids get a little, like, their their eyebrows kind of furrow. You know, you know, we see something weird, like, what the fuck was that? So, they hear this weird tapping when they were taking shots, and Ma's like, oh, that's just the ice maker. Let me go up there and check it out. They head up, because they the restroom's busy, and then they meet up with Ma, and she yells at them and pushes them back into the basement. And tells them why to fuck you up here. And so the kids are like, hey, we should. Uh, we need to get the fuck out. It's yeah, we should take a break from Sue Ann. That was a lot. And so she actually starts constantly texting and calling them and doing these like, I don't know, I guess it was like tweets or whatever. Just video messages to them saying Instagram. like, hey, hey, we should hang out. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while are you mad at me doing this kind of thing you know a very possessive crazy person would do Uh, it gets a little scary so they finally head over one more time because maggie and andy i want to say alex so bad andy they are dating 
or about to date. And Ma actually has Maggie take her shot because Ma doesn't drink. So she's like, hey, take my shot for me. And Maggie takes a shot and proceeds to get just extra dilapidated. And she wakes up the next day. She's got all these bruises on her body from falling. And that's what you do when you're super drunk. And her earrings are gone. And these were like special earrings that uh, her mom gave her when her mom and dad were married and stuff. You know, very special. So Maggie tells Andy that she doesn't want to go back over there to the house because it's creepy. And I got some weird feelings just about things over there. So Sue Ann realizes that, hey, like she's got to figure out a way to get the kids back over because she's got a big old plan. So she tells him that she has pancreatic cancer <laughs> and the kids meet up with her and she's like you know and that's why i've been acting weird and stuff because i got cancer and you know i don't know how much time i have i have left and i'm gonna fight this guys and just it'd be nice if you guys were around to be my friend and everyone's like oh shit i didn't know you were dealing with that man we're assholes for like you know taking this all like you were weird or something no, we're sorry we're sorry ma Unfortunately, Haley sees that Sue Ann, or Ma, is wearing this bracelet. And so, earlier in the movie, their friend... Stephanie. Stephanie! Got a bracelet from her boyfriend. And it's like, hey, it's getting a little serious. I'll let him go down on me. So, I got the sweet-ass bracelet. I was like, dang, that's cool. So, Haley realizes that she's been stealing their jewelry because Haley has a ring that's missing. And... Her parents are like, you got to find that ring because it was her grandmother's. And so they actually... And Maggie has a special pair of earrings that are missing as well. Yeah. And so they head over to the house while Ma is at work. And they they break into the house and they're looking around for stuff. And they are surprised by someone. So at the beginning of the movie, Maggie helps this uh, child up this ramp into the school. Because she's in a, an electric wheelchair. And her it didn't charge that night so yeah, it didn't charge correctly and her name is genie and then they see genie walking in the house and so you learn that sue ann had a daughter from a marriage they don't talk about the dad um i looked around to see if there was any inklings of who they don't say it doesn't matter <laughs> that's yeah. what that means it just doesn't matter but they realize that she's been hiding a kid from them this whole time and so anytime you heard bumps and things yeah it was her and they were like that's really fucking weird and yeah this whole section was very uh munchausen syndrome like oh yeah screaming munchausen syndrome yeah there was some weird like take these pills and you're really sick and yeah. the doctors just haven't realized it yet and that's fucking munchausen syndrome yeah like, it got a little weird so yeah. maggie and Haley they scoot off as ma comes in from, it looked like she had uh, dry cleaning in her hand. So I guess she got from work and did dry cleaning. Yeah. And so she she scooted off like that. So Ben, uh, at this point, we see flashbacks from when Sue Ann was in high school. And we see that she had a big old crush on Andy's dad. And little by little, we see that Ben seemed to like her too. or at Yeah. Least. He was like sending her notes and inviting her to popular kid things. So. Yeah. And uh, adult Ben, the Ben of now times, actually drops off uh, his cat at her job. And they're like, holy shit, I haven't seen you in forever, Sue Ann. Like, you look great. We should go out for drinks. That'd be really, you know, fun if you want to. And they end up at a bar after work. And Ben tells Sue Ann that, hey, I track my trucks that, you know, that I use for my job. And why is my son a bit at your house? so many nights like i need we need to talk about this and ben tells sue ann to stay away from his kid. his kid and calls her a loser you will always be a loser and if we have to you know this keeps happening we're gonna deal with this and it's like oh no and then we have another cool flashback not a cool flashback that sue ann um Big old crush, and she got a note saying, "Hey, meet me in the what janitor closet." Yeah. After class, she heads in the closet, and Ben, with the lights off, tells her like, "You know, don't turn the lights on." 
and she gets coerced into performing oral sex on Ben. And then when she's done, she leaves the closet. And then, oh no, Ben was outside. It was all a very shitty prank. And some other nerdy wiener kid comes out of the closet and they all laugh at her. And she runs off just, you know, in a very... It was bad. I was like, holy shit, these kids are terrible. Yes, sexual assault. How funny. Yeah. And so... The younger girls around Ben, one of them we learn later who it was, but we find out that his now girlfriend was one of those girls. And so it's like, oh, Mercedes is her name. What a what a special name. Uh, and so it seems like there is a plan happening. Ma, when she sees all these people, like, oh, shit, it's her. It's her. Hmm. I have ideas now. So... Mercedes, um, yes, so Mercedes is a very active gal, and she likes to run in the morning, and so while she is running uh, on a kind of a deserted road, Ma's driving the other way, sees her, and runs her the fuck over, and her gigantic truck just demolishes her, and then Earth, Wind, and Fire starts playing. <laughs> it's rough. So Ma's boss at the veterinary uh, hospital that she works at uh, kind of mean but Ma is on her phone all the time so I get why she's like she's like hey man like get off your goddamn phone uh, kills her and stuffs her in one of the kennels <laughs> and her leg was like behind her I was like oh shit so uh, it, it's all happening she's 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 fucking lost it yeah she's saying fuck it to everything now so yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, what else she does oh so she Actually goes to Maggie's house and attacks the dog Louie. Doesn't kill it, but uh, there's blood everywhere. And so they're like, well, maybe he got stabbed or he scratched himself on something. So that's really weird. And so she lures Ben, Andy's dad, to her house. And then she hits him with a syringe. She has like five billion syringes. So if you look away, she's going to knock you out. Knocks him out. He wakes up naked in a bed, tied up. And he is naked. And she's like, maybe I should cut your dick off. And I was like, oh, no. And they sh- they- She full on, like, grabs. Like, I was surprised that they showed his dick. Or yeah. Probably not his dick, because he's pretty famous. But a stunt dick or yeah. fake dick. Like, I was shocked that there was an actual dick in this movie. No tits in this whole horror movie. But we got a full dick. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That never happens. Just like in a, there were boobs in Midsummer, but uh, in that one scene when the guy was naked and he was running, he's like, no, I want to be naked because, you know, ladies run with their titties out all the time. So I can mm-hmm. do that. I can at least do that one thing for this movie. Mm-hmm. So he had his wiener out when he was running. So uh, Ben is like, I don't want to be here. Please don't cut my penis off. And then what she does instead, she says, well, Ben, you know what you are? You're not a people. You're not a person. You're an old dog. And I'm going to give you some dog blood. And I was like, oh, shit. So she has a, um, what is that? An IV. Yes, and she is transfusing mm-hmm. the dog's, Maggie's dog's blood into Ben. So I was like, well, that'll fuck him up. But that's going to take a, oh, she cut his other wrist open. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then hits him with another syringe to knock him out. So he quietly bleeds out with no muss or fuss. And I was like, oh. I don't know why she did it, made it quiet. Like, I don't know. She's been plotting this revenge for who knows how many decades. And, you know, she just was like, mm, nah, it's cool. You could just die. <laughs> like, she, she purposefully got all that dog blood. Like, you could have let him suffer with yeah. that fucking dog blood in him for a while. Yeah, I know transfusions, if it's not the right blood, like, I know there's combinations that are worse, it's but... Bl- it's blood poisoning. Yeah, but it, yeah, it, I don't think it's... In- it takes a while to fuck yeah, you Yeah, but, like, why wouldn't you just do that? Well, the screams. She probably knew she so had to be... Qu- gag in his mouth. Yeah, but she probably knew she had to be quick about it, because she kidnapped a man, so she can't, like, let a week go by. Well, she lives far, far, far in the country. Yeah, but sooner or later, someone's gonna be like, oh, he headed this way. Mm-hmm. Why is his car here? Hey, where is he? So, I, I get why her expedience. She's like, well, I gotta be quick about these things. Yeah, I guess. 
Nobody questioned him at all. <laughs> While that's happening, Maggie finally tells her mom the truth about uh, Ma, because Ma comes to visit to check up, check out her dog, and she's like, "Oh, what's your name, Margaret?" It's like Maggie. Oh, nice to meet you, Maggie. And she's like, "That bitch is crazy, Mom." <laughs> I am a little worried about this situation. Uh, while it's happening, uh, Erica, like the mom, the mom like super grounds her, and she's like, "You ain't doing shit. So have fun. You're here till I forgot what holiday she said." I can't I don't remember. remember. Yeah, just say Boxing Day. You're not going anywhere till Boxing Day. I'm like, God damn it. So, Sue Ann actually draws Maggie out of the house with a picture of her and Andy in the basement. So, Chaz is having a birthday party there. The other kids don't feel almost the same way as Maggie and Haley, to the girls. Uh, so, the boys are like, hey, you know, she's a little crazy and... When, my, you know, my grandma was going through cancer and chemo and stuff, she was doing, saying and doing crazy things, so that's probably the issue, you know? Just like Katie said, boys don't really, aren't as worried. The girls are like... They don't think about that yeah, kind of thing. This shit's kind of, kind of weird. So when she gets there, it's just the original group. There are no other kids there, and all the kids are, like, wobbling around because they got drugged. And so the booze that Haley's like, hey, you gotta try out the... The punch that Ma made, it's awesome. And they all fall out. And so uh, Maggie's like, fuck all of this noise. And she heads upstairs. And, you know, as you do in horror movies, you got to be a little nosy. And she goes up to Ma's bed and sees Ben's body. And she's like, what the fuck? And then Ma comes out of the dark corner, syringe to the neck. This is syringe number 52 in the movie that you see. (laughs) Uh, Maggie wakes up, and she has a uh, a dog, like, a thick-ass, like, leather dog collar on. Like, a restraint. These are the kind mm-hmm. of things that you put on. Dog's not going anywhere if it's on. And the whole crew is chained down, and they're all knocked out. And so, Ma goes through the group and just does different things to them. She puts a hot iron on Chaz's stomach, and he's knocked out, so he doesn't feel it. This is, like surgery grade drugs that she has mm-hmm. uh Haley's mouth is sewn shut because she's a old big mouth and likes to talk shit so mm-hmm. talk shit now <laughs> and she paints Daryl's face white and her reasoning behind that was well there's only room for one black person in this group so you're white now and paints his face and Andy wakes up and he tries his best to find a way out of this situation and the whole movie ma seemed to be real sweet on andy because of his dad and andy's like i love you ma and they make out for a little bit and she's like well you lying so take this knife to the stomach and andy goes down he's like oh my guts <laughs> like that i love you bitch you don't love me stab he's like oh <laughs> I'm very curious, actually, if Octavia Spencer and Farkle really kissed well, in that moment. Well, at first, probably for a couple seconds they kissed, but then they do this angle, and then when they're doing the real makeout sounds, I'm like, they probably weren't making out. Though, well, I, I don't mean, know how old Farkle actually is, the actor. I imagine he's probably Farkle's 18. like, I'm 42. This is hot. He's not that old. This is hot as fuck. Oh, <laughs> no. Hey, in, in Freaky, we saw... Uh, What's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, that was in awkward. In the they kiss. So, I mean, hey, they're actors. They, that they understand. so they, awkward. They understand what they're doing. So, uh, a police officer is like, hey, uh, Sue Ann, we need to talk. So, there's a lot of, like, red Dixie cups out in the yard, and there's some cars out here. And she's like, oh, damn, damn college kids, they're pranking me. I'm about to pick up all these cups. Maggie knocks something over while she's in the basement trying to get free. And unfortunately, the cop hears a scream, and the cop's like, hey, who's in there? And Ma pulls out that old pistol that she was joking that didn't work, and lights this cop the fuck up. Cop's down, she tells her daughter, Jeannie, okay, get out your wheelchair, help me drag him inside. And so, like I said, everything's falling the fuck apart. Ma heads back down to the basement and was like, oh, I told you to stay quiet, so hold on. Before I kill you, you got to help me out with this. And she helps Ma prop up everybody, and she takes 
some sweet ass photo. Uh, what is it called? A yearbook, yearbook photos with the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie's not in the group. She takes the picture. She's not important anymore. She's the new Maggie, I would say. And <laughs> when they're done with the pictures, and there were some really good pictures, Ma drags Maggie and starts to hang her. And so she has the collar on with a really long rope tied to it. And she props it up on, like, one of these boards in the basement and strings her up. And so she's choking out. And she's like, well, have fun with that. I'm going to leave. Ma gets to the top of the stairs, opens the door. Hiya! Frying pan to the face. Genie. Not even a regular frying pan. That was a fucking cast iron skillet. That's heavy as fuck. Fucking damage. Put her down. That's a concussion. Oh, easy. She fell down the stairs going, like, 20 miles per hour. So she eats it. Ma is down, and Jeannie realizes that, oh, shit, I got to save them. Candles get knocked over. Oh, no, the basement's on fire. So Jeannie helps Maggie down from being, like, fucking hung in the basement. And, hey, Maggie's mom, Erica, found where they were. Good mom, you know, instead of just being sad and scared. Yeah. Found them. And so opens up the basement door that... Um, Ma locked earlier and the kids get dragged out hooray unfortunately Ma wakes up and grabs Jeannie and tells her well time to go to sleep nope too many things have happened you're gonna go die with me and Maggie grabs a knife and stabs Sue Ann right in her back and she's like I'm not weak you know I'm I'm not not like yeah I'm not like my mom and we find out that Erica was one of the other girls there and when Sue Ann was in high school, and so she was the one one of the ones that helped that prank happen. And she apologizes to Ma and says, like, I should have stopped that. I shouldn't have let you get, like, assaulted. I really apologize for that. And Sue Ann, after getting stabbed, lets Jeannie go, and Sue Ann heads up the stairs. And we see where she went. She went to the front window and she sees everybody like, you know, happy, well, happier than where they were before. And she hears the police coming. She heads up to the st- uh, up to her bedroom, gets in bed with Ben's corpse and holds him as the fire takes the house. And that is the end of the movie. They don't even do like a this is a, a two years later or, or three months later. It's just, yeah. It movie over, and then it plays. What song was it? September. No, at the end it was that that dance one. That bloop 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 bloop. Oh, bloop, uh, bloop, bloop. by Debbie Deb. Look out weekend. Yeah. Look out weekend, cause here I come. Because weekends were made for fun. So, uh. <laughs> Uh, Katie, who's your favorite character in Ma? Um, Maggie. Because she was the only one who really questioned what the fuck was happening. Everyone else was just... Like, she had her issues, because she sure did not question enough at the very beginning. But halfway through, she finally started questioning, like, why the fuck are we going to this old woman's house? Shit is creepy. Shit is weird. You know, she took the initiative to kind of try and get her friends not to go there anymore um it didn't work obviously but she was the only one who was like "Mm, this is probably dangerous let's not let's stop what about you i actually wrote down revenge ma so there were different forms of ma that we saw in this movie we saw the um the mentally unstable one the weak one the strong-willed one the one the killy one but the one that just was working out this crazy plan that i don't know some parts seemed kind of impromptu like when she ran maggie over or mercedes it just seemed like oh she's right there but it's she was tailing her for a little bit to see where she liked to run so maybe it was part of the plan parts of it seemed like it just like i'm okay i'm gonna kill you now well i think she was like she was on the verge of being murdery the whole time she oh, had yeah. this really long revenge like murder plot figured out in her head and 
every so often in the movie something really fucking serious would happen to her like really mean would happen to her again as an adult and she would just fucking snap and be like okay someone's dying yeah fuck it yeah oh yeah so, like I said, Octavia Spencer, she did amazing in this She did film. do amazing. It was incredible. And like I said, uh, it was some of my favorite. That, that's my type of villain, man. I, I like it. Give me a reason. Or not. I'm kind of weird. But no, she was great. Who's your least favorite character in this movie? Ben. Yeah, Ben was poop. Luke Evans. I don't, I don't get it. I will never get it. I don't understand the appeal of Luke Evans, but sure... Um, I don't know. He was too small to be guessed on. <laughs> I still have hate in my heart from that. <laughs> that whole movie was a fucking wreck. But what he did to Octavia Spencer in high school, or Octavia Spencer's character in high school, was the most fucked up thing. Like, what a trash human being. And I don't even care that, oh, we were just kids. Like, no. Go fuck yourself. That is the worst thing. Um, I'm genuinely shocked it took her this long to take her revenge on him. Yeah. Like, if that happened to me, the second I was, like, I was away from it long enough to realize how horrible, like, the insane sexual assault had happened, like, now I would fucking shot up the school. Like, I don't know. It seems like she she was... Like, accepted everything, and she had her issues, you know, her kid was just in the house forever, but it seems like when she saw Andy, the kid, and was like, oh, you're Ben's kid, Ben, flashback, flashback, oh, okay, I got a plan now, Uh, this is it, you know, it seemed like everything worked out. but it's, it just, I don't know, it seemed like a small town, when you live in a small town, like, you, you see these people, even Mm -hmm. if you're not trying to see these people, like, you would see his company that seemed to have more than one van. That's he, true. They had enough vans to give his kid a van just to, like, fuck all around with. Like, she would know that he's around. She would see him around. Yeah. He'd maybe, be at events. Maybe He'd she was things. waiting for high school Andy. It was like, yeah, this mm. is the same age. That's super fucked up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> maybe that's what she was doing. I don't know. You gotta ask Octavia Spencer. So why why did why did she wait so long? Do you, do you know? Okay, let's do seven. Where oh I didn't do mine. No. <laughs> uh, so kind of on the same vein that you you did. Uh, the first one I said was kids trusting a stranger mm-hmm. slash bullies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flashback kids they were shit and they're dead. So, yeah, all yeah. of the parents when they were fucking children. Garbage. Yeah, they were trash. And then kids just be like, hey, I mean, yeah, she's a middle-aged woman. We're, we're fine. Just, that's weird. And, yeah. you know, got, and he's a fucking orphan now. So, you know, that's what he got that's from this. That's really sad. Yeah. He's fucked up. Haley's mouth's fucked up. And, I don't know, that dude got a hot iron on his chest. So, those kids went through a lot. Yeah. They'll be able to... The iron scar will go away. They'll be able to... Well, not all the way away, but they can make it not so bad. The If they get her to a hospital quickly and get that string out of her lips... Oh, yeah, her lips they, will be fine. She'll be fine. Um, Black dude just got his face painted white. Good for so him. Good for him. I'm glad she didn't hurt him. Um, And then everyone... Like, Andy got stabbed, so... <laughs> Hopefully he lives. Like, we don't know if he's an orphan. Uh, he might just be dead. Oh, yeah. It was, like, in the side, so he shouldn't be that bad. I yeah. mean, I guess. God, that orphan got stabbed. He didn't know he was an orphan at the time. Right, he fucking was. Okay, let's do seven word synopsis. I keep saying synopsis. Fuck, I'm just going to say it like synopsis. that. Synopsis. 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 There you go. Synopsis. So, it's my first word. one, I know. My first one is... Ma finally got her revenge. Good job. Because <laughs> everything, what the hell? Uh, number two, Octavia Spencer really did an amazing job. Great. It's, it's awesome. You she know, did. She got to be a lead and she got to be a crazy person. So, And then, hey, I got a 14-word synopsis. Sins of your parents fuck over kids. Hey, that sounds like the Nightmare series. Parents out here, 
I mean, he was a diddler. But they fucked up, killed him, didn't tell the kids or anything like that. And it's like, oh no, this weird oatmeal-faced man's in my dream. He tried to kill me. Ah, you're just making that up. You know, just parents being shitty got the kids screwed over. Yeah. But these kids got away, so good for them. They're not dead. The kids had their own... They shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Start to finish. Full stop. They shouldn't have been at that person's house No one should have been in her basement. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Um, Early 90s high school seems fucking horrible. Yes. Yes, it does. And this is not just from the movie Ma. This is accumulation of all films I've ever seen about high school that took place in the early to mid 90s um how are all y'all gen xers doing because <laughs> seems like high school was a fucking shit show and everyone was just bullying each other and sexually assaulting each other and nobody said a word like how yeah i'm sorry i am sorry that high school seemed to be so fucking shitty at least that's how the movies portray it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Farkle has come up in the world. Yeah. Looks um, good. Yeah, good for him. I'm glad that he is doing something besides Girl Meets World, besides like Disney stuff. This was a, definitely a more serious role for him, and I hope that he continues acting and continues on this like serious role path. Um, I'd be down to watch him in more horror movies, too. He was really good. Yeah. Um, and then my last one, smallest role Allison Janney has ever had. Yeah. Look at Allison Janney in this. Just, you know, just the boss at just a the veterinary vet. hospital. Yeah. She's just the lead vet. A grumpy vet. And she said all of maybe 30 words in this movie. Yeah. She's like, get off your phone. Answer your answer the phone. Shave the dog. Like, right. <laughs> that was it. Oh, I got lost in in my head. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. Do your goddamn job. Yeah, I don't care. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. No, no. I think they're just probably really good friends. Yes, uh, she's been in a couple of films. I I went back and looked at the filmography of this director Taylor, and yeah, she's in a ton of his movies. So yeah. they're probably just like, hey, you want to be in this movie? Get murdered? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I love Allison Janney. So yeah, she's awesome. Minority. Kill count. One. One. Maybe. Boom, boom, boom. We actually don't see her die. But they're probably not going to make another one. I mean... But we don't see her pull... die. Yeah, they could pull a Halloween Kills. <laughs> she's, in the, she's in the gun wreck, just chilling. She just came out of a burning house just fucking fine. She'd definitely be going to jail, though. There's definitely two <laughs> other bodies in that house. <laughs> She's for real going to jail. There's two other bodies in that house. When she fights off the firemen. Mm. And just hops in a car and then just mm. drives. Fucking Michael. Drives into town. Fucking Michael Myers. But now, uh, you just want to do one? One what? Minority. Oh, yeah, just one. Yeah, it's just, just her. Question mark. Drake. <laughs> the end. Question mark. So, the minority kilt count, we are at 180. Oh, snap. And a Tito turtle. No mas. No mas. Yeah, no Tito. No more minorities. Don't kill us. No mas. So, (laughs) this film came out May 31st, 2019. What do you think the budget was? 15 million. Because there were so many famous people in this movie. That's reasonable. They're just like, What? That's reasonable. Every turn, it was like fucking more famous people. God damn. <laughs> the budget was $5 million. Oh, I was way off. Okay. When you said it, I was like, I mean, uh, what do you think the box office was? Oh, I said way too much. Um, $400, what would you say? I said $150 million. That's too much. <laughs> uh, let's bring it down because let's say $75 million. Not bad. You're actually pretty close. The box office was sixty-one point two. Mm. Didn't bring it down enough. <laughs> I mean, closer than whatever you were going to, what, 100 something? 150? Yeah. <laughs> that's way too far. Way better than that. Oh, but no. That's what it deserved. Octavia Spencer deserved it to make that much for yeah. this fucking stunning performance. But Man. That, but that's the type of horror. Like, when you see the trailers, people are like, oh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, 
not basic instinct what single white female that kind of thing swim fan uh the crush those types of films where there's a character and they're like wow you're really cool and it's like i will eat your skin off and it's like oh my god and then someone has to you know kill him in the end it's that type of horror and i get it that's why i didn't watch it when it came out because i was like oh, okay it's psychological i'll catch this at some point it's not my per se cup of tea i've seen some really good psychological horror films uh what uh, i saw the devil that was a really good one but uh this one was great and i'm sad i didn't watch it when it came out but i mean i watched it now so this is only like the fifth movie of all the movies we've watched all month that had a female killer yeah and one of them was fucking vince vaughn body swapped into her so <laughs> that <laughs> Only kind of counts. Yeah, but she And another killing. one was a witch. Like, yeah. that's like, I don't know, that's like cheating the system. As it turns out, dudes are a lot more fucked up and commit a lot more violence. Yeah. Than women do. Well, in Mortuary Collection. Yeah, that's one of the ones oh, I okay. counted. Oh, okay, you counted? I was like, she, I counted it. cooking babies. I counted it. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about my? It was good. It was suspenseful. There was a part where I jumped. Um, oh. that I mean, it wasn't like anyone's getting murdered, but it definitely made me jump because I did not expect it at all. Uh, yeah, go watch it. It's really good. <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. Ma, the meatloaf. Uh, it was great. I had a great time with this. So check it out. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Octavia Spencer, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So a studio feeds us. Thank you so much for the artwork. It's awesome. I'm going to get a tattoo at some point. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we are getting close to the end. We have eight episodes left. Man, this month is some really good movies. I'm very happy. And it's going to make that top five choice next year oh so hard. Oh, yeah. It's so really, hard. really hard. <laughs> so hard. But, um, no, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back very soon tomorrow with another movie uh i don't know have a good night i need a good sign off thing i usually just bye. yeah <laughs> bye <laughs> okay bye guys